Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Couch Potato Podcast. I hope you guys and gals had a wonderful holiday season. I know I did. On today's show, I am joined by the one and only Brotato Tot Jack. As him and I sit down to talk about 1994's Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Now you guys will find that this episode's a little shorter than normal, but my guest had a bedtime he had to get to and we ran a little over. So I had to cut things a little short, so this is going to be a shorter than usual episode, but we hope you guys enjoy it. So without further ado, I give you Ace Ventura Pet Detective. The Miami Dolphins are missing their mascot, and only one man can track him down. Excuse me, gentlemen. Pet detective. Whether he's under fire, <laughs> undercover, or under attack. Do anything to embarrass me in front of camp. Like this? <laughs> he's Ace Ventura, pet detective. Yes, yes, yes. Rated PG-13. Starts Friday, February 4th at a theater near you. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Couch Potato Podcast. My name is Russ, and joining me today is a very special guest, one who's been on the podcast a couple of different times, the Brotato Tot, Jack. Jack, how are you doing tonight, buddy? I'm good. How about you? I'm doing well. Uh, On today's episode, we decided to do a movie that you haven't seen before, which when the pandemic started, uh, that was one of my missions, is to introduce you to movies that I grew up watching as a kid that I thought were awesome, and hopefully you'd feel the same way about them. So uh, you want to tell everybody what we're doing today? Uh, we are doing Ace Ventura and the Pet Detective. Well, just Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, before we uh, begin into, like, all the categories and stuff, what did you think of this movie when you seen it? Uh, I think it was pretty good. Really? Jim Carrey did pretty good as an actor, and I think Ace Ventura was hilarious in the movie. Yeah. You know how old your dad is? I've seen this in movie theaters. 43. Yeah, I've seen this three or four different times in a movie theater. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you know that uh, Jim Carrey, the yeah. same year this came out, have I shown you The Mask yet? I don't think so. Okay, well, The Mask came out the same year it came out in the summer, uh, is a movie where Jim Carrey finds his ancient mask and it basically turns him to him into like basically a live action cartoon character. Wow. And uh, then in December of this same year, he did Dumb and Dumber, which I know you've seen before. Yeah, Dumb and Dumber is a pretty good movie. So uh, after watching Ace Ventura, which one do you like better, Dumb and Dumber or Ace Ventura? Oh, that's a hard one. Probably Ace Ventura. Really? Why is that? Because, I mean, like, Jim Carrey as Ace Ventura is just awesome because he's such a good actor, in my opinion. And as he plays Ace Ventura, it's just hilarious. Yeah. So you thought Ace Ventura was funnier than Dumb and Dumber? I mean, Dumb and Dumber is actually a pretty good movie, to be honest. But in my opinion, it would probably be Ace Ventura, the pet pet detective. Oh, gotcha. Well, you know what? Uh, I'm in the Dumb and Dumber camp. I... You remember uh, Dad's buddy, Jeff, who I've mentioned on the show numerous times. Yeah. Uh, him and I, I can't tell you how many times we've seen that in the movie theater. We used to, when we were kids, we would buy a ticket to a movie. Yeah. And then sneak in and watch two or three other movies. <laughs> and one December, him and I bought tickets to see Dumb and Dumber. Mm-hmm. And then the same year, they did a, uh, you know, the video game Street Fighter? Yeah. They made a real shitty movie about it. <laughs> 
So we went and watched that. Yeah. And then we watched Dumb and Dumber again. Wow. All in one evening. Dang. And uh, did you know that they made a Ace Ventura 2? No. Yeah, it's uh, when nature calls. He is in Africa trying to help uh, find this, I think it's an ancient bat. Hmm. I haven't I haven't seen that movie in a long time. It's not as I don't think it's as funny as the first one. No, the funny the first one's funny, but I've never seen the second one, so I don't know if it's funny or well, not. Well, I tell you what, we'll introduce that to you sometime. Okay. And then uh, they also made a uh, Cartoon Network made a uh, made for TV movie called Ace Ventura Junior, which uh, Ace Ventura is a kid in this one. I think I've seen that on TV before. I'm not 100 percent to be honest. Really. I think it was on Cartoon Network or something. Yeah. I can't really remember when I was yeah. at my grandpa's house. And then uh, they also had a cartoon, like an animated series that was oh. uh, on for like four or five years, too. What year was it? 1995. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you weren't, you, you weren't around yet. <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right. Um, well, uh, we'll kick this bad boy off and uh, go into the categories. Uh, you've listened to the show once or twice or three times, right? <laughs> Not three times. I've listened to all 50 episodes. Well, uh, if uh, this were Facebook, you'd be a top fan. Yeah. Had to get you a gold star or something. <laughs> I don't know uh, about all that. But all right. Well, right. you know, we always do the tale of the tape where we kind of give you the yeah. tidbits about the movie. Yeah. Uh, this movie came out on February the 4th, 1994. This stars Jim Carrey, Courtney Cox, Sean Young, Tone Loke, and Miami Dolphins Hall of Fame quarterback Dan Marino. Wait, it has Dan Marino in it? Yeah, he gets... Kidnapped. Oh, yeah. And he's the quarterback that gets kidnapped. That's okay. actually Dan Marino. Oh. It just didn't look like him because. Well, you, you, Dan Marino's a little bit before your time, too. So. Yeah. But I actually have a card of him. It's actually pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll save the card collecting for uh, a future podcast series called Sports Card Collecting or Kids Collecting Cards. We'll call it something. Russin, with, Russin, with Russ and Jack. Yeah. Uh, this movie was directed by Tom Shadak. Rotten Tomatoes score of 49% from critics and 59% from audiences, which I found to be a little weird, yeah. considering I, I don't know anybody that doesn't like this movie. So it's 59% from audiences I thought was kind of strange. Yeah, it was kind of strange in my opinion. This is probably a top 10 movie in my opinion, in my top 10 list. Well, as you get older, I'll introduce you to some, some good stuff too. So I don't think Ace Ventura is going to have a really long Shelf life in your top ten. No. Uh, this movie made $107 million wow. on a $15 million budget. Jesus. Um, as you can tell by the Rotten Tomatoes score, this didn't win any awards. No, it's, it's, not, it's, it's not an Oscar movie. This is what... <laughs> I don't know. Well, uh, judging by your reaction, this movie got hosed, I guess, right? Yeah, in my opinion. And it, this movie is streaming on Hulu and Paramount Plus. Isn't it on Vudu too? Well, we own it on Vudu, but uh, people out there, you know, oh, that don't yeah, buy yeah, it, you yeah, can yeah. stream it for free on Vudu or Paramount Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Jack, I'm going to lead off with you. Did you have any? You said you might look up some fun facts. Do you have a couple that you want to share with us before I get into mine? Not offhand. Okay. Well, hey, if you don't have any written down, don't worry about. It. I got. I got this one covered. Uh, Rick Moranis was offered the role of Ace Ventura, but he turned it down. Which I'm, uh, I'm glad he did. Yeah. I can't see anybody but Jim Carrey doing this one. Heck no. Um, Adam Sandler, Alan Rickman, and Judd Nelson also were considered at one point for Ace Ventura. 
I would either go with um, uh, Jim Carrey or Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. Yeah, I can maybe see Sandler doing it. Well, you remember the Die Hard episode that we tried to record together and ran into all kinds of issues, right? Yeah, I think so. You know so. the bad guy in Die Hard? Yeah. Alan Rickman is the bad guy in Die Hard. Oh. Now, I, could you see him as Ace Ventura? Heck no. No way. Um, this movie was also considered at one point to be called Alice Ventura Pet Detective with Whoopi Goldberg in the lead. Oh. Do you know who, are you familiar with Whoopi Goldberg? I don't think so, but I think I've heard of him. Yeah, I think she's on that show, The The View. Yeah. I'm I'm not 100% sure. Um, Lauren Holly turned down the uh, Courtney Cox role. She would actually go on to be in Dumb and Dumber later on. She's yeah. the red-haired oh, lady yeah. that... The red chick. The red-haired lady. Yeah. Yeah. That's Lauren Holly. She was going to play the role of uh, the woman that works in the Miami Dolphins office that helps yeah. Ace Ventura. Yeah. Um, Jim Carrey said in an interview that he based the character of Ace Ventura on a uh, smart bird. The wow. hairstyle, the way he walks, the colorful yeah. shirts. Yeah. He said he based those on a uh, cockatiel or a parakeet. Which kind of makes sense if you think yeah. about it now looking at it. I mean, his hairstyle kind of looks like a, like a bird's tail. Yeah, it does actually. And Jack, this might be up your alley. Um, did you know that uh, in the movie... The Miami Dolphins play in the Super Bowl at home, in their home stadium. Yeah. That actually has never happened in an NFL game until last season in Super Bowl 52 when the Buccaneers played the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Tom Brady and the Bucks played at Raymond James in Tampa Bay. Yeah. That had never happened before. That's kind of weird, isn't it? Yeah. But, hey. I, I never, I've never think the Dolphins would never make the playoffs. Yeah, the Dolphins used to be a pretty strong team. They've yeah, kind of stunk they, lately. Yeah, when they had Dan Marino, I think they were pretty good. Yeah, no, they might, be, they might be getting better. Might be. Might be. <laughs> might, might be. be. Uh, the last one I have is, uh, I know you. Uh, I'm sure you probably thought this is pretty funny. You know when uh, Ace Ventura is talking to his detective friend and he's using his butt to talk. Yeah, when he goes like. Yeah, Where he talks with his butt, like yeah, like dirt, dirt, dirt with his butt. <laughs> well, that is actually uh, was inspired by uh, a Jim Carrey he used to be on an old uh, television show uh, called In Living Color. Never heard of it. No, uh, it's a little before your time. It's kind of like it was like Saturday Night Live. Yeah, it's it's kind of that a sketch comedy show. Yeah, I heard of Saturday Night Live. Yeah, it was kind of like that. Jim Carrey used to be on that. Oh, uh, and. Uh, he had a meeting where he was trying to pitch ideas for sketches, and it kept getting shot down. So yeah. he pitched an idea to the show's creator, Keenan Ivory Wayans, mm-hmm. by talking, use, basically throwing his pitch using his butt. To, <laughs> and I guess it got so, Keenan Ivory Wayans got so mad that him and Jim Carrey got, almost got into a fist fight in Keenan Ivory Wayans' office. But uh, cooler heads prevailed. Nobody got punched in the, the butthole or the face or anything like that, so... Um, the I Drink Your Milkshake Award for the best scene of the movie. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. Jack, what was your favorite scene in Ace Ventura, Pet Detective? Um, when he's in the elevator, when he has the box, and he's just kicking around like it's nobody's business. Oh, at the beginning when he's he's trying to steal that uh, dog from that guy? Yeah. Or he's just kicking the box around like it's nobody's business. 
Now, you might find that to be very funny now, but as an adult, that is your worst nightmare is getting a package delivered to you and it's completely destroyed before it even gets to you. Yeah, because he freaking just kicked it around, threw it, threw it at doors, threw it at walls, mm. you name it. Yeah, because could you imagine if you ordered like a new Xbox or a PlayStation and yeah. the UPS or FedEx or the mailman just kicks it down the street until it gets to the house? Yeah. I'd be, I would be pretty mad. <laughs> so would I. Yeah. That is a pretty good scene because uh, we actually, me and my buddies used to, uh, when we play football outside, we kick the football. You know the scene or the line where he goes, we're going downtown, and he kicks. Yeah. We used to do that all the time. <laughs> well, that's a good that's a good recommendation, dude. I actually kind of like that scene too. My favorite one though is the one where they go to the dinner party. Yeah, They're, he's in the tuxedo. Mm-hmm. Um, you're way too young to remember this. Uh, most people that listen to the show probably don't remember this, but the, the show Love Boat when he opens up the door and they yeah. get they first get to the party, the guy opens up the door. He says, hello, Captain Steubing, mm-hmm. our gopher and doc. I find that funny because my grandparents used to watch a show called The Love Boat. Mm-hmm. And the guy that answers the door looks just like Jim the cap, just looks just like the captain from that show. Yeah. And then, yeah, just the stuff with like, you know, he's basically being a, a complete jerk to everybody. And then he gets, wasn't that a shark? He falls into that water. It's a shark or something. Gets a hold of him. You know, I can't remember. I think it was. I'm not 100% on that. Hey, guys, we never prompt. We never have said on the show at all that we are a ace crack staff here that, like, gives you the details down to the minute little point. So, yeah, but where he gets, like, he's in that water with the fish. Something yeah. like that. that scene just cracks me up. I also like the scene where he's chasing uh, Dan Marino gets kidnapped and they're chasing him on his car. I don't know why. Every time I watch that one, his car does the barrel roll. Oh, yeah. When it does the barrel roll, it just cracks me out I, for I, some weird reason. I laugh every time I see that. Yeah, it's just dumb people and driving, I swear. It just cracks me up. Well, there. since you're a guest on the show, what would uh, you give the best scene of the, the movie to? I'll let you, I'll let you pick. Probably when he's at the dinner party. Oh, the dinner party you're gonna get let me have that one? Yeah. All right, dude. You know what? I'll give that one to you. You're all right, man. <laughs> so, so are you. All right. I don't know, maybe I'll replace Lucas with you. <laughs> yeah, since apparently he doesn't want to do the show anymore. Oh that that's not true. Lucas has uh he's got a second job. Oh yeah. Or he's got a job where he works second shift, so oh, there's yeah, times where he's he also on vacation too. I don't know if he still is I not. don't know. Well, I don't know. Who That's knows? neither here or there. But, no. Lucas, let, I'm just going to forewarn you when you listen to this. You've got a, t- uh, a 10-year-old boy nipping at your heels to be the new co-host of this show. Well, the potato top might take over. You just <laughs> never know. Hey, you never know. Um, the I don't like sand, it's coarse and rough scene, or award for the worst or most unnecessary scene in the movie. I don't like sand. It's coarse and rough and irritating. And it gets everywhere. Was there a scene in this movie that you didn't really like, or? Um, probably not. I just think the movie is just really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, every scene. I mean, the last scene at the end. I don't think it was that really that good. Oh, what? Where they the dolphins are in the Super Bowl? Yeah. They talk about unrealistic scenes. The dolphins winning the Super Bowl is pretty unrealistic, huh? Yeah, that is pretty. Sorry, all you Miami Dolphins fans out there, but we know that's yeah, not sorry. happening. 
But so there wasn't anything in this movie that you thought like, ah, oh, they could have cut that out or you didn't really like it? Or... Probably not. Really? Okay. I can respect that. There's really nothing in this movie. Too. I mean, there's a movie, there's a scene in this movie that I don't really, uh, I think they could have taken out. But since I'm doing this show with a 10-year-old, I'm not really going to go into depth with that. Let me put to you like really? this, folks, that, those of you who have seen it, it's the lion sleeps tonight scene with all the animals and Courtney Cox and Jim Carrey. I'll just leave it at that. Oh, yeah, I remember that scene. Yeah, it's a little weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Because it's like just a, like a bunch of furries in, the, in like a one room, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. All right, well, you know what? We'll, that'll be the scene that we would cut out, okay? Okay. We won't go too much in depth into that one. Yeah. That's a conversation um, I don't really want to have with my 10-year-old son right now. Almost 11. Still not a conversation I'm looking forward to right now, especially not on a podcast. Not on this one, anyways. Nope. Uh, the King Kong Ain't Got Shit Me Award for the best line of the movie. King Kong Ain't Got Shit On Me! So, watching this movie, what was the, the, the line in this movie that you would feel is, like, your favorite? Like, the I, one that you would always quote, you know... I got two, actually. Okay, well, let me have them. It's either, well, I'm not really ready for a relationship, Lois, but thank you for asking. Hey, maybe I'll give you a call sometime. Your number's still 911, right? Or it's Holy Testicle Tuesday. I'm going to go Holy Testicle Tuesday for that one. That one's pretty good. We used that one a couple times when I was in school. I beg of you, please do not use that in school. Um, I don't want a report from your teacher saying that you got sent home or you got sent to the principal's office for saying that. All right. You got a pinky swear. You're not going to use that one at school. Pinky swear. All right, pinky swear. Uh, I know for me, um, it's probably all righty then. Oh, yeah. Because that actually, uh, that scene, uh, or that line, actually had a little bit of a, that got used quite a bit in like pop culture references for about a good year or half. Year and a half or so. I yeah, think everybody was saying that. Like you hear it in commercials, people were trying to mimic that line. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like the uh, the line too when he goes to Ray Finkel's house. Yeah, yeah. And he knocks on the door, and Ray Finkel's dad points the shotgun at him, and he yeah. says, "I'm looking for Ray Finkel." Uh-huh. And the shotgun comes out and he goes, "And a clean pair of shorts." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty funny scene. Yeah, th- that one I got a kick out of, too. Yeah, me too. Because I thought for sure uh, old Jim Carrey was going to poop his pants. <laughs> Same here. All right, so what what are we giving it to? Uh, Probably Holy Testicle Tuesday, in my opinion. I'll give that one to you. That one's pretty funny, too. Yeah, I, I know being, what was I, like 14 or 15 years old when this movie came out, that was one that always got a, I always got a kick out of, being a immature young lad. Yeah. Just... I'm just now deathly afraid you're going to use that in school. Um, the McLovin Award for that. We're kind of motoring right through this, man. Yeah, we are. This is going to be probably one of the shortest episodes on record, I think. Probably. Yeah. But you know what, though? You and I are still having fun. Yeah. And I'm glad that you were able to see a movie that I seen and I loved as a young kid. Now I'm getting to pass that on to you. Yep. And, uh... We'll have to have you back on. I know you've been dying to do Jumanji, so we're going to have you back for that one at some point. Okay. All right. The McLovin Award for the best performance by a supporting player. I am McLovin. Now, this award, Jack, is what we would give to somebody who 
is it wouldn't be Jim Carrey wins this because Jim Carrey's in the movie the most. Mm-hmm. You couldn't give it to Courtney Cox because she's in the movie quite a bit too. But someone like uh, Einhorn, yeah, the cop, you give it to her. Maybe his friend Emilio, the uh, one he's talking to with his butt. Yeah. Someone like that. They could be eligible for this award. Mm-hmm. Uh, my nominee for this award is Jim Carrey's, well, Jim Carrey, Ace Ventura's 1972 Chevy Monte Carlo. That might, that's actually a pretty good one. Because that car gets beat the hell up in this movie. He, yeah. re, well, the scene that you liked where he... Uh, where it barrels. Well, even before that, when he gets... Uh, he steals that dog from that guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy comes out, and he just beats his car up with a baseball bat. Yeah, where he smashes the window in like that. Yeah, and to the point where Ace Ventura has to drive the car with his head out the window the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. Now, I will tell you, as someone who has had their windshield frosted over, and I couldn't get it defrosted, mm-hmm. driving your car with the head out the window is not as cool as he makes it look. It kind of sucks. <laughs> And if you don't have sunglasses, it's ten times worse. Because you got all that stuff flying in your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, yeah, when he's chasing after Dan Marino, it does that barrel roll in the park. Yeah. But you know what, though? That car keeps on running. Yeah, that's the thing. Can you imagine if I flipped my car over? I guarantee you my car would be totaled. I would never get to drive it again. Well, you don't know that. I'm pretty sure that if I, if I did a barrel roll in the park, it wouldn't run. And I'd be the least of my worries. I'd probably have a lot of questions being asked by the cops. Like, hey, why did you drive your car through the park? You weren't chasing after Dan Marino. No. And you, why would you be chasing after any quarterback? There's no quarterback kidnapped. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be kind of a weird conversation. Yeah, I probably would. Yeah. So that's my nominee. Do you have anybody that you would like to throw into consideration for this? Um, Probably Emilio. Yeah. All, uh, Emilio, you know that's played by a rapper uh, named Tone Loke? Oh, yeah, I think I've heard of him. Have you ever heard of the song Wild Thing? Yeah. Uh, not the one that's played in the movie Major League, but they he did a rap version of it. Yeah. And he also did a song called uh, Funky Cold Medina. I don't think I've heard that one. Also showing my age that, yeah, that was a, I, he was kind of a big deal back in like the late 80s, early 90s. Yeah, I mean, I don't really listen to him. I just I I, I didn't expect you to. <laughs> I just listen to like casual hip hop and pop, funk or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. like hip hop, rap. <laughs> but you don't listen to the old old stuff that Dad used to listen to and thought was super cool back in like '91. No, I listen to Eminem. Well, yeah, you Tone Loke and Eminem are completely, completely different, different styles of rap. But yeah, he's a rapper though. I was. Yeah. Well, he was a rapper. I think Tone Loke passed away not too long ago. Yeah, I think he passed away in 2019. I think he died of old age or cancer. I can't really remember. <laughs> well, that's kind of a, a broad spectrum. I'm going to go ahead and uh, look that up while you're thinking of uh, who you would nominate for the McLovin Award. But you, you, Oh, you said yours is uh, Emilio, isn't it? Yeah. So who are we giving it to? I decided to go with the car just because, like, yeah. I couldn't think of anybody. Oh, no, uh, I apologize. Tone Loke, still alive. Oh. Huh. How old is he? Uh, he was born in uh, 1966, so he is 55. So, Tone Loke, if you do listen to the show, which I doubt, but if you do, 
my son and I apologize for feel, yeah, thinking I'm you were dead. So I'm, sorry. I'm, I'm, yeah. I mean, I, I just feel like a real piece of shit right now. Play mirror. <laughs> so who are we giving the McLovin to, a dude? Uh, probably the car. The car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because that thing, after it got beat with the baseball bat and it did that barrel in the park. That thing's still running. Mm-hmm. So I would say that's a pretty good car. That's a great car. <laughs> yeah, they got that beat up. I just hope that he makes enough money to get that windshield fixed. <laughs> yeah, because that windshield got beat to crap. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have an award here called the Eric Stoltz Award. Uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, I know I've shown you the movie Back to the Future. Yeah. The actor that plays Marty McFly, Michael mm-hmm. J. Fox. Yeah. Actually, they cast a completely different actor, and they filmed a bunch of stuff with this guy, and mm-hmm. then they realized that he wasn't cutting it, so they replaced him with Michael J. Fox. I think that was actually a pretty good opinion. Uh, that's that's a really good call. Yeah, because Michael J. Fox did pretty good with... Uh, As Marty McFly? Yeah, Marty McFly. Well, we call this award the Eric Stoltz Award for the performer that you would recast. Is there anybody in this movie that you'd like to see somebody else play or uh, that you would just like you know what I don't like that particular actor or actress's performance get them at and replace them with somebody else probably not mm-hmm. I mean I probably wouldn't in my opinion because the actors in the movie are pretty awesome mm-hmm. I mean the captain I probably would all you would get you would replace Lois Einhorn with somebody else yeah you know what's so funny about that dude my nominee for the Eric Stoltz Award is also Sean Young, who plays Lois Einhorn. I don't know why. She just seems like she is overdoing her performance. Yeah, she's just overdoing it. Yeah. Like when he, when she opens the door, and she's like, what are you doing here? She's kind of, she's a dick to Ace Ventura throughout yeah. this movie, but it's, it, I don't know, it just, it doesn't really come across as convincing to me. Or I would replace... Rick Farrell's dad. Who? I don't know who I'm talking about. I don't know. I don't know who Rick Farrell is. Did you watch another movie while you're watching this? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I think we we can get rid of Sean Young. Yeah, probably. I mean, she's been in some good stuff. She's yeah. a good actress, but this particular movie, she just kind of she kind of stunk. Yeah. I probably replace the other person that I would replace. Was, was it Rick Farrell? Yeah, Rick Farrell. That's who I meant to say instead of Rick Farewell. Well, I, I don't know who Rick Farrell is. I don't know of anybody in this movie named Rick Farrell. Me either. Oh, well, yeah, Rick Farrell, get get out of the movie. Yeah, get out of here. We don't even know who you are, but just yeah. get out. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably replace his dad because it's just pointless to point the shotgun at him. Oh, you're talking about Ray Finkel's dad. Yeah, Ray Finkel. Oh, you'd replace him? I, I thought the parents were awesome. Well, no, I would just replace them that for that scene because I, you, think, cause I think it's pointless to point a shotgun when he's just coming to see his friend. Well, well he's Ray Finkel's not Ace Ventura's friend. He's trying to solve the mystery who took Snowflake. Yeah. And he thinks Ray Finkel did it, so he's going to find where Ray Finkel is at. Yeah. And Ray Finkel's parents were getting harassed because Ray Finkel missed a kick in the Super Bowl. Uh, which actually uh, in, I forget what Super Bowl it was. 52, right? No, it wasn't 52. This was way before that. When I fucking need my brother here to tell me the, the Super Bowl numbers. But this was like 91. It was the Giants and the Bills. Yeah. 
the kicker for the Bills, if he would have made this field goal at the end of regulation, the Bills would have won a Super Bowl. Yeah. But he missed. And they based the Ray Finkel subplot of him missing a kick in the Super Bowl off of that. Oh. And Scott Norwood, the kicker of the Bills, did not go on to kidnap a buffalo or any kind of animal. No. He went on to have a pretty f- successful career in the NFL. Yeah, I've never heard of him. Well, you might want to ask your Uncle Chad at some point to uh, get you hip to something called Super Bowl Highlights on ESPN where they show highlights of all the Super Bowl games. Yeah, I would probably rather not. <laughs> oh, they're they're really awesome. He uh. He used to watch those religiously. I don't know if he still does or not. I I'll have to ask my cousin. Now, well, well, she she won't know, but yeah, ask your uncle Chad. All right, so we're giving this to Sean Young as the actor or actress. We'd get get out of, get out of town. Yeah. Take a hike, split, beat it, beat it, get out, get out. All right. Get out of the movie. Yeah, get out of town. All right. All right, I'm I'm good with that. We can get rid of Sean Young. We can replace her with somebody else. I don't know who. I yeah, I have no clue. Uh, just any insert '90s actress. Yeah, any I'm good. Gr- any girl actor from the '90s, we would replace yeah. replace her with. Yeah, or just tell her, hey, like Sean, can you just dial it down a little bit? Yeah, just we don't need you at a ten. Can you be like at a six or a seven? Yeah, not like a twenty. We don't yeah. need you out of 20 for this scene. Just crank it down to like a 6 or a 7. Yeah, I like your style, man. You should direct a movie, too. <laughs> I don't know about all You're that. You're going to direct Ace Ventura 3? I don't know. If, all right. Well, they might make one before I'm 18. You just never know. Right. Um, we do have another category in this uh, show called Unsolved Mysteries of the Movie. Like, Join me. Perhaps you may be able to help solve a mystery. It's a category where... You're watching in the movie, and you know, like they don't answer a certain question you have, and you're left wondering after the movie's like, what happened, or what did they do, or so. Did you watch this movie and like after it was over, like wonder like what happened to? A... Probably no, not really. Really? I think they. I did have one question, but they did solve it. What was that? Um. When the Mayan, when Dan Marino got took, well, mm. kidnapped, I was like, where did they find him? How did they find him? Well, that's Ace Ventura found him. Well, I was because like. Because he's better than the, the police in Miami. No, I was like that during the movie when they oh. found him. I was like, yeah, they answered my question. No. Well, uh, Ace Ventura, pet detective, and then later on the show Dexter both proved that. Yeah. Uh, the Miami Police Department is not very good at their job because yeah. uh, the my, uh, Miami PD couldn't find Dan Marino. A pet detective did. And then yeah. in Dexter, they had a serial killer working on the police department and nobody never figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> well, one guy did, but... I found that out in GTA. The police in GTA are really dumb. No, I think it's just because <laughs> it's a video game. All right. Yeah, I didn't really have any mysteries either outside no. of the fact that like I am still baffled by how... His car runs after all yeah, the stuff that happens yeah. to him. <laughs> That's the other question I had. was like, how did the car still run if it was beat the crap? Mm-hmm. I was like, dang, that's a pretty tough car. I don't really like to say this because uh, it's like I'm not uh, <clears throat> I'm not that old yet to where I say they don't make them like they used to, but I guess this pretty much is like they don't make them like they used to. Yeah. All right. The final award of this movie is called the I'm the King of the World. I'm the King of the World. 
which is basically the award that we give to the performer or the aspect of the movie or that you feel is like when you think of Ace Ventura Pet Detective, like what, who or what do you think of the most? Like what is like the one thing that like if you were telling a friend about this movie that's never seen it, like who would you tell them about? Oh, definitely Jim Carrey. Yeah. Why, why would you give it to Jim Carrey? Because he just plays a great role as Ace Ventura, in my opinion. Yeah, he's kind of a wa- he's kind of wacky in this, isn't he? Yeah, he's kind of like a wacky hillbilly, in my opinion. He's not really a hillbilly. Well, like a, I don't know how you say it. He was notorious for playing very offbeat and weird characters to begin yeah. with when he was on In Living Color. But go ahead. But you just found him to be very funny. Yeah, and- funny, and he act like a loon mm-hmm. when he was running around, like, acting like a crazy man. Yeah. Well, I'd give it to Jim Carrey, too. <clears throat> uh, this actually, he was on, like I told you, he had been in a couple, like, small movies. He was on In Living Color, but he wasn't, like, super popular. Yeah. Then, uh, once he'd done this movie, and then The Mask, and mm-hmm. then Dumb and Dumber, by the end of the year, he was, like, the biggest movie star in the world. So he went from being a supporting player on a TV show to being the biggest actor in the world how awesome is that that's pretty awesome yeah i mean i really can't you can't give it to anybody else but him in this movie yeah i mean he's a pretty iconic movie character from the 90s and oh he fun fact he also played in how the grinch stole christmas yeah later on he went on to be the grinch and the grinch stole christmas that's exactly right but he was also at that time too he's still like a pretty big movie star and in 2020 he did play in the sonic the hedgehog movie yeah, for our younger listeners out there, he is yep. Dr. Robotnik. Yep. Which he's coming back for Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Yep. You're looking forward to that one, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know you liked the first Sonic. But yeah, I think Jim Carrey's a good choice, dude. I mean, I can't really think of anybody else yeah. that I'd give it to. Probably not. Yeah. Well, uh, this episode is a little shorter than uh, we normally do, but... Uh, Jack, before we wrap this bad boy up, is there anything you want to add about Ace Ventura Pet Detective before we we call this a day? Um, probably not. Nothing you want to add? No, besides that, um, uh, Jim Carrey actually was in Batman Forever. Yeah, Batman Forever sucks. Yes, that movie sucks. Yeah, he's the Riddler. And you know how we were talking about Sean Young? Yeah. Who played Einhorn? Mm It's completely over the top, and she's dialed up too loud. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's got nothing on Jim Carrey in in that movie. Yeah, no way. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the the Batman movies that don't have Michael Keaton in them from that era. Which, we're going to do those at some point, too. Yep. All right, well, yeah, uh, I don't really have anything else to add outside of if you... Only know Jim Carrey from his later stuff. I highly recommend checking out his 94 run. I mean, that is... I can't think of any actor that's had a better run for one year outside of Jim Carrey. Maybe Tom Hanks' run in the 90s. I know Jamie Foxx had a pretty good year when he uh, won the Oscar for Ray, and he was also nominated for Collateral, too. That's Those are pretty big years, but I think in terms of having three gigantic box office hits in one year and going from being kind of like the fifth or sixth person on a sketch comedy show to the biggest actor in the world is, I think, you know, it's incredible. And I highly recommend checking out all three of the movies he did in 94. Yeah. 
Well, I got to show you the mask at some point. I think you, I think you would like that one more than yeah the, the other ones. Yeah, the three movies. I, well, the four movies I recommend that you watch with Jim Carrey in it is Dumb and Dumber. Um, this movie, The Mask, and Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh yeah, oh those are good ones. Cause when as he played the doctor, he was pretty good in mm. my opinion. Right. When I saw it in, did I see it in theaters? Yeah. Yeah, that was before the Rona Rona started. Yeah, it's right before that sob Omicron and <laughs> the Delta and all that other junk. Oh, Uncle COVID. Yeah, that as guy. We, can, as we like to call it around the house. Yeah, that guy can go to hell. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Jack. Thank you so much for joining us, dude, man. It was awesome having you on the show. Yeah, no problem. We'll have to have you back on when uh, Lucas uh, can find it in his heart to spare us two hours of his time. What do you yeah. think? Yeah. Just implore, like, don't, we're not going to beg him, but if, if Lucas can find it in his heart to hang out with the common folk, that would be awesome. So, until next time, we will talk at you guys later. Peace out. And that's going to wrap up this week's episode of the Couch Potato Podcast. We hope all of you enjoyed that one, and thank you so much for tuning in once again this week. Uh, if you like what we're doing here on the show, please be sure to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcast or now on Spotify as well. So if you listen to us on either one of those uh, platforms, we would greatly appreciate a five-star review to help us get the word out to those that don't know about us already. So... Next week, uh, to commemorate the 25th anniversary recently, back in December, and there's a brand new one coming out on January the 15th. Next week's episode is going to be Scream. So that ought to be a good one. We were going to do that originally in December, but we opted to push that one back to celebrate the new movie coming out. Hopefully, it's going to be a good one. Uh, I know four, to me, I thought kind of sucked, but the first one's so awesome, we couldn't wait to talk about it. So until next week, we will talk at you guys later. Bye, everybody.